0: Direct from News Talk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. News Talk ZB's chief political reporter is Aaron Darman. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Nick. How are you? I'm great, thanks. A lot of movement going on out there, I can feel, I can hear at Parliament. So, Aaron, you had an exclusive this week that government has launched a multi-agency probe into the possible existence of an offshore Chinese police centre here in New Zealand. How on earth did you come up with this one?
1: Yeah, look, this is a massive story, if it, if it can be corroborated, and if agencies do indeed find a Chinese police presence running under its jurisdiction here on New Zealand shores. So I was tipped off to this uh, over the weekend, that there was a major report that would reveal uh, that more than 100 overseas police service stations are being run around the world by China, and that there may well be a New Zealand link. So come the start of the week, I touched base with sources, I uh, wrangled that report, and On Monday night, Newstalk ZB here on the station, we broke the story that New Zealand is likely home to one of those stations allegedly used to monitor offshore citizens, to harass them and to also at times repatriate them and then persecute them under Chinese law. Now, this is all a report put together by human rights watchdog Safeguard defenders and they claim the New Zealand-based station is run by the Nantong Security Bureau in Jiangsu, the location here in New Zealand, is unknown. So of course that story broke and and the government responded very quickly saying they're not aware of any evidence to suggest that's the case but a review has been launched, a multi agency probe like you say, the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet, I understand they're leading the charge. Uh, We've got New Zealand Police, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade are all reviewing uh, the information. They won't tell me how long this investigation is going to take uh, and, and say basically they have nothing further to add. So very serious. Uh, allegations and the government do also taking them very seriously. Uh, here is the Prime Minister, uh, Jacinda Ardern, when I asked her about it uh, and, and, and basically said, hey, what are you going to do about it? How seriously do you regard the allegations of, of a China-run uh, police station here in New Zealand? Oh, I, I, would, I do regard those as serious uh, and, again... Regardless of country, we are very mindful of issues around foreign interference and we've done a number of things to make sure we're strengthening our response to that. I've been advised that we don't have evidence to suggest that has been happening here, but again, I will want to make sure that we are... Uh, very clear on whether that's the case or not. What is the next steps in terms of the response to that report? Yeah, again, here I would, um, uh, for me, it's a matter of officials advising if there's any evidence to suggest that that kind of activity is taking place here, because we would take that seriously. officials the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet will look into it? Yeah, I would would expect that those relevant agencies, again, in some cases, there might be a couple that might have some responsibility there. But at this stage, I'm advised that we're not aware of any such activity.
0: If they have got a station, Aaron, if they've got one here and they find out, what does that mean?
1: Well, that effectively means that China is in New Zealand, the Chinese police are running their own, under their own jurisdiction, their own police station here in New Zealand, specifically to monitor its own citizens. That ultimately uh, blows up in the face of New Zealand's sovereignty and indeed the sovereignty of every country that have, has one of these stations. Now, it is important to know that safeguard uh, defenders has brought forward allegations in the past Governments have launched investigations and those investigations have found stations and they've been shut down in different countries around the world. We're talking the Netherlands, for example, where this has happened. And it's not entirely surprising to me that the government isn't necessarily aware of it or at least isn't coming out and saying, well, we have evidence to, to prove this is the case because you'd think that we'd know about it if that was happening and that something would have been done. So whether or not some officials, uh, perhaps deep in our spy agencies, were aware that there was some police presence, of course, think about it like this too, Nick. I mean, this is very likely not to be a brick-and-mortar police station. This might be you know, one or two people uh, in a, a, an apartment block somewhere that, that's monitoring sort of online the, the, the presence of Chinese citizens in New Zealand. So it's not as cut and dry uh, as what we might imagine a police station to be. But if indeed it is found to, to exist in New Zealand, these are very, very serious uh, allegations, very, very serious matters, and, and indeed will seriously impact our relationship with China. because. If that happens, we have to say, and we have to do something. Uh, and what that will be will be very interesting to see.
0: Oh, imagine that. Willie Jackson's been to talk at the town after his interview on Q&A on Sunday. I watched it live, Aaron, and uh, I was amazed. I bet you were cringing. Tell me about it.
1: What a palaver, Nick. I mean, this, <laughs> this, this, is, this is a... Broad- what a great <laughs> word. <laughs> it is a fantastic word. This is a broadcasting <laughs> minister who is, is here to basically... Sell us the case. Why do we need to merge TVNZ and, and RNZ? There is so much criticism. There is so much opposition to this move. So if there's one thing you can do as a broadcasting minister and as a government is really sell that case. But then he turns up on TVNZ's Q&A on Sunday and he just completely blows it. I mean, he's criticising the host, Jack Tame, for conducting sort of a perceived negative interview, that he's disappointed in the host. He's joking that, you know, Tame could become the front runner of Treasure Island. Uh, if if they don't merge TVNZ with RNZ, it's hugely unprofessional and you know what, I wasn't the only one that thought uh, that uh, that of the interview because Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern actually turns out she had a chat with Willie Jackson after that appearance, Willie Jackson then coming out saying it wasn't one of his greatest interviews that he's sorry Uh, and the details of course of what Ardern said to Jackson uh, are being kept under wraps. So you can rest assured that she was not happy. Now, one thing that I, I would note that was very interesting uh, when talking to Willie Jackson yesterday was that he maintained he was confident that under any reshuffle, he would, uh, he would basically retain the broadcasting minister portfolio, that he would stick around. Uh, and that Prime Minister just under Ardern hasn't given him any indication. Uh, of anything else, or that had been moved out. So I thought that was an interesting little tidbit um, from him. Of course, he would say that. He wouldn't say, well, <laughs> yeah, say, the future's in doubt. He's the most confident
0: uh, man you'll ever meet, so he's never going to think that anyone's coming after him, would he? No,
1: he wouldn't. Um, but after that interview, I mean, like I say, it is it is very similar to, in a way uh, what we see in Three Waters. It's, it's, it's a government reform project where it is so crucial to bring people with you, to sell it to the public, to sell it to those involved. And when you can't do that, when you can't effectively go on a media program and sell it, you have to start thinking about, A, whether or not you truly believe in, in, in the reforms and what they're intending to do, and B, whether or not people are on board with them.
0: Bit of a shout out for Jack Tame, because I thought he did a hell of a job. You know, I thought he did it. you know, he, he, great. Yeah, he did a hell of a job. We've only got, got a couple of minutes, but we've spoken this morning uh, about Christopher Luxon calling for Nanaia Mahuta's resignation following the entrenchment attempt of Three Waters. I hear it's actually down to the wire right as we're speaking. Final reading right now. What's happening?
1: We are seconds away, Nick. I'm watching it, uh, it happening in Parliament as we speak. Each 12 out of 12, we're finally here, the third reading at Parliament of this Water Service Services Entities Bill. I mean, this is a controversial piece of legislation, to say the least. I mean, it's divided urban, rural communities, but it will soon be baked into law because of Labor's majority. The Greens to Party, Māori, of course, also expected to vote for it. And this is a major step for this bill. I mean, this has faced vocal opposition, like I say, at every step of the way. And it comes, like you say, after a week of chaos. I mean this entrenchment clause that was added under urgency, then it was scrapped, and now National says, hey, Cabinet agreed not to introduce entrenchment, and so local government minister Nonao Mahuta should be sacked. And Mahuta was in the House earlier this morning. She told MPs this is ultimately about looking after water, our most precious resource. And well, this politically contentious issue, like I say, we're literally counting down here. Kieran McIntyre, the minister, the associate minister rather uh, of local government, he is in the House, he's giving the final speech. Very soon they will go to a vote, and before 11, the three waters reforms that have divided so much this country, uh, and of course national promising to repeal and replace it if it's voted in at next year's election, will become law.
0: Aaron, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Get get in there and enjoy the moment. Uh, News Talks MB's chief political reporter, Aaron Darman. News Talks MB.